live from Las Vegas, it's the Marv Cutler Show! Now, the marvelous one himself, Marv Cutler! Boy, you're really working on that uh, tone there, uh, Pete. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, keep it up. Keep it up because we're going to talk a little later about the evil commissioner. <laughs> which who I'm talking about? Which evil commissioner would we be talking about? We'll talk about him a little later. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> did, you, did you like? Did, did you like your intro there, the marvelous one? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you okay. do a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate I told you, my grandson told me you're the best. Tell him thank you very much. We appreciate it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Las Vegas Philharmonic uh, played their season finale. Um, Cabrera conducts Bernstein, Beethoven, and Prokofiev, and um, they opened the concert with um, with uh, Leonard Bernstein's fancy free three dance variations, the gallop, the waltz, and the dantone. And then Beethoven's piano concerto number five um, with a, an incredible, an absolutely incredible Yes, Danae Dworkin, uh, called The Discovery of the Year by Classical Music Magazine Crescendo and On Our Way to the Very Top by Concerti Magazine. And uh, she's a, a German-Greek pianist, and, and she's 26 years old, and she was absolutely amazing with this, uh, with this um, Beethoven Piano Concerto. Wonderful. Um, uh, Maestro Cabrera brings in some really talented musicians into this into the Las Vegas Philharmonic and I'm really really happy that it does that and then that fall after intermission was uh, Prokofiev's Symphony Number no. 5 and uh, another brilliant piece I, I want to mention too if you're, if you're going to be in Las Vegas if you live in Las Vegas or you're coming to Vegas over the 4th of July holiday the Star Spangled Spectacular with the Philharmonic their 20th anniversary um, live outdoor concert with fireworks, food, beverage, and uh, Las Vegas singers Marin Wade and Eric Jordan Young, and uh, terrific. They got a general admission only ten bucks, twenty five for a family four pack. Unless you want reserved lawn chair seating, it's only one hundred twenty five dollars each. So check it out. The Star Spangled Spectacular, EPC Summerlin, the golf course. EPC Summerlin in Las Vegas, a new show opened in Las Vegas, and um, it's called Maryland, the New Musical. I don't know how to handle this too well because uh, it's, it was like a, it's at the Paris um, Theater, and it was like a, um, like a Broadway type uh, musical. It was 90 minutes without an intermission, which is, you know, not a typical Broadway uh, musical. I also can't tell you the, the names of the actors because there was no press kit. There was no um, uh, program. There was names. The only name I had was um, was uh, the lady playing Marilyn, uh, Ruby Lewis, who, by the way, was terrific. She did a terrific job. And uh, two other people did a terrific job. Um uh, the young man that played Charlie, uh, her chauffeur, was, was really did a wonderful job. And 
And her alter ego, when they did a duet together, Marilyn, alter ego, Norma Jean, uh, really move, moving a moment. So there was some good music in it, uh, some original music and some standards. But I don't know, it's not a Broadway musical, and, and it, it didn't have, it was missing something, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention that. The South Point uh, Resort Casino, they do um, a nice thing for vets on um, Veterans Day and Memorial Day. They, they they offer them a free buffet. I had nothing to do, so I went up there uh, on, on Memorial Day and to have the buffet. And um, I'll tell you something. I had, this is unbelievable, I had the most fabulous Prime rib I've, I've ever had. This was at a buffet, you know. Um, fabulous, fabulous prime rib, and I can't say enough about it because it was it was really great prime rib. And I took the South Point Casino, so I'm sure that the, the prime rib throughout the, uh, the hotel and the resort is um, is just as good. Mexican restaurant. El Dorado Cantina on Sammy Davis Drive here in Las Vegas. Uh, very interesting place. Really nice. Wonderful atmosphere. Fabulous service. And i got to say, the, the guacamole was was unbelievable. Um, they, they make it table-side, the guacamole. The guacamole. And a mocha hete. <laughs> 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 Pardon me, all you Mexican people out there for saying that wrong. And a mocha hete, and it's made. It's made at the. Um, it's made at the uh, table side by the server. Does a wonderful job, and it's mixed with uh, serrano chilies, uh, garlic, tomatoes, onion, cilantro, and fresh lime juice, and served with these wonderful house tortilla chips. Terrific um, guacamole. Um, they have a wonderful soup. A bondage soup, uh, a traditional Mexican meatball soup with um, zucchini, carrots, chayote, and lime, and uh, and a vegetable broth. And this signature, one of the signature dishes, is the um, carne asada. Carne asada is is a fabulous dish. And um, very tender steak, really, really wonderful. Um, you know, this, this, you know, I, I've been to some really good Mexican restaurants before, but this one is like maybe like the best I've ever been to. And I, they, believe it or not, they're going to be in line for the um, for one of my top five restaurants. Uh, they're they're in, right now. They're going to be in line. Uh, Tender citrus marinated grilled steak with cactus, onion, fresh guacamole, and, and pico de gallo. Uh, wonderful restaurant. And uh, the margaritas are, are okay. They're not, they're not special, but, but they're okay, the margaritas. And um, it's a wonderful restaurant, good atmosphere, good service, really, really good food. And um, you get to try it if you're... Um, in the area, if you live here, if you come here. Let me tell you about a Aloha Pete. 
Aloha. Uh, aloha feet. Aloha feet is a fidget for your feet. Now, that's not a good way of uh, explaining it. Um, the way I, I think the best way to explain it is, um, you know the, um, the sandals that you can buy with the little uh, points in it, like for acupressure points uh, to keep your, you know, keep your um, meridians working well on your feet? Well, that's what this is. But they're just insoles. So you can wear them, you can move them from shoe to shoe, or you can use them if you're sitting down relaxing and use them uh, without without shoes. This is um, really nice. Um, they get used to them because it's like the... Uh, it's like the um, the sandals that have those, um, uh, but once you get used to them, they're, they're fabulous. And uh, let's see, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a deal with 10 percent off and free shipping. Um, if you mention my name, Mav Cutler, you get 10 percent off, and, and you get free shipping in in the USA. Just go to their website. AlohaFeet.com, AlohaFeet.com, and I get a pair. I think I'm going to give away. So here's the here's the contest. The contest is you can call me up, and I know Pete has the number in front of him. You can call me up and tell me what great conductor and composer Quincy Jones as in common with the great actor Michael Caine, you win a pair of Aloha feet. And Pete will give you the phone number. Phone number is 727-441-3000 or 866-826-1340. If you're listening online, TantalkNetwork.com, Tantalk1340.com. And, of course, if you got one of those handy-dandy smartphones, make sure you download the TuneIn Radio app. Look at the Tantalk Radio Network to hear this show along with all the fine shows. On well, this you're, you're radio getting, station, you're getting good. It's <laughs> Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie. I want to say something about this. This this tune is the only tune that has Charlie Parker seen on on, on, a, on a video or a film uh, in his whole life. So this is if um, if you get a chance to see it, uh, like on YouTube or something. This is the only place you'll ever see Charlie Parker playing. And his hot house, Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie.
Success Center Inc. offers hypnotherapy, business, and life coaching. Raise your income, stop smoking, lose weight, rejuvenate, achieve memory excellence, lifelong discovery of mission. And uh, Success Center's director, Terry Lee Brussel, has been in private practice since 1969 and now helps other hypnotists, coaches, and healers to build successful practices by offering even more value to their clients. Build confidence in yourself. Your confidence shows when you interview for a job, when you go for the sale, when you build your business or ask for a date. When you radiate confidence, you'll get that good job. Close that sale effectively. Build your business and be in a joyous relationship with the right one for you. Build your confidence now. The seven keys to self-actualization give you the tools you need to bring you the life you have always dreamed of. You can reach your highest potential in areas physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial. Go to www.acesuccess, A-C-E-Success, all one word, .com, where you can download as a gift abundance, your money, and more magnets, a guided meditation to draw an abundance of health, wealth, love, and joy into your life. A call 800-GOAL-NOW, 462-5669. That's 800-GOAL-NOW, 462-5669. To accomplish your goals now. By the way, Pete, um, the evil commissioner, I, I guarantee, is not Roger. And I knew it wasn't Roger. I knew that. Okay. <laughs> I think Roger. I think Roger did the right thing by what he said in the NFL. I think he did the right thing. I think he was trying to do the right thing, but you know, he was damned if he did, damned if he didn't. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We'll talk. We'll talk about the evil commission in a little while. Adam Silver. I was at the um, I was at the hardware show, and I like to find interesting things at, uh, at shows that aren't really uh, top of the. Uh, you know what you usually go to a hardware show for, and they have um, outside uh, the convention center. They have um, they have sort of a, a garden party, and they have uh, interesting um, products like um, like. Barbecues and and and, uh, and grilling seasonings and and I discovered a company called Miners Mix. It's great on everything. It's for steak, roast chicken, grilled vegetables, potatoes, and if it didn't exist in 1850, it ain't in here. And Miners Mix, no MSG, low sodium, all natural spice spice blends. They got wonderful blends. Uh, they got steak and veggie seasoning and rub. They got triple X garlic seasoning and rub. They got um, gourmet chorizo seasoning mix, audacious bean dip and seasoning mix, and so many more. So if you want to check out um, Miner's Mix, go to um, minersmix.wordpress.com. That's minersmix.wordpress.com. Well, no, that's, that's a better one. Minersmix.com. That's right, minersmix. Dot com. Check them out. Really nice, nice product. Global Vision. Now, I'm a very large sunglass collector. I, I really into sunglasses. Ever since I had my cataract surgery, I don't wear glasses anymore. Whereas I have a very large collection of um, sunglasses. I discovered a company at the at the hardware show called. Um, 
Hercules sunglasses. Well, they're not really called Hercules sunglasses. They're actually called, um, yeah, Hercules sunglasses. They are, they are terrific. Um, uh, sun, these, are, these are fabulous, fabulous sunglasses. Um, they, they, they're so strong, they've been, they've been forklift tested. The Hercules line of eyewear features durable uh, frames in a variety of styles. These glasses meet the rigorous standards set by the American National Standards Institute for safety glasses, and the shatterproof polycarbonate lenses are equipped with a scratch-resistant coating and UV 400 filters. Hercules. I mean, you can tell just by the name of the sunglasses um, about these, uh, these great sunglasses. Hercules sunglasses. And they put up by a company called Global Vision. Also, Global Vision uh, specializes in bifocals. Um, you can the sunglasses with bifocals. So if you if you if you know just need a little little bifocal on the bottom just for some reading or something while you're wearing sunglasses, then these these are, these are great sunglasses also. So check out um, globalvision.us. That's uh, globalvision.us or globalvision.com, and uh, check them out. They're, they're a great company. They're great, great sunglasses, and uh, and they really look nice. So not only are they do they stand up, but they they really look nice. I love this one, Pete. I, I saw this company called um, Great American Products, mm-hmm. and they have. They have, um, you know, mugs and stuff um, with, with sports teams, uh, 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 baseball teams, football teams, and so forth. And I found a Red Sox tape measure. Uh, this, this is a magnificent tape measure, and it's got Red Sox logo on it. So if you, if you want to find some nice sports products, you better check it out. They even have your favorite. They even have the um, WWE. Very nice. Uh, so, I'm, not, I'm not watching it tonight. I'm watching hockey. Oh, I don't. I don't know about that. We we have um, we have one um, professional sports team in Las Vegas, and that's the Las Vegas Lights FC. Um, uh, anyway. Um, you can check them out at gap1.com. That's gap1.com. Great American products. They're the great products they, they produce. And um, one more product I discovered there is called Cover Towels. They're heavy duty cleaning wipes. And uh, they're the world's hardest working wipes. And they get, they get them for everything. They get them for cleaning wipes. They get them stainless steel, granite, and marble, copper, and upholstery. All kinds of things, and uh, you can get it at your favorite hardware store or Riley's uh, Automotive or any of those great stores. Tub, Tubbo Towels, terrific product, and uh, you got to check them out. And, and it's really, 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 really a good, uh, a good product. All right, here's a little novelty jazz tune. Here's um, the late great Slim Gaylord and. Bagel. 
coffee. Mozzarella. Lots of barzellini. A filter fish. A filter fish booty. Pickle herring. A pickle herring booty. Lots of fishy. Oh, lots of fishy. Dunkin' bagel. Dunkin' bagel. Dunkin' bagel. Splash in the coffee. basically canceled it because there was so much um, indecisiveness by the Eagles. They were going to just send a small contingent, I think of about 10 people, and uh, he believed that the fans deserve better than that. So, Absolutely. Which they do, which they do. But, you know, again, it's the Eagles' choice. If they don't want to come out and go to the White House, that's fine. I mean, you know, know, it's uh, it's, it's really really a, a terrible situation when you take your political views over meeting, actually meeting with the president and the, and the presidency of the United States, which is, which is a big honor, you know? Well, it used to be, I guess, but not to them it isn't, so. Not more, I guess, yeah, I know. Anyway, um, as I mentioned before, we have one professional um, sports team in um, in Las Vegas, and uh, they got uh, destroyed um, oh, about, a, about a week ago. Against the um, Galaxy, uh, LA Galaxy two seven to two, but they came back real strong this past Saturday night uh, as they beat um, Colorado Springs four to one. So they, they, you know they're, they're playing some exciting, um, exciting, exciting soccer, and uh, and I'm looking forward to um, to them, uh, you know, bringing in some really um, 
high caliber uh, uh, players and um, and some uh, high caliber teams. So uh, that's a, they're a good team. Uh, the Lights Football Club FC, uh, Las Vegas Lights Football Club FC. Oh, here's my here's my question to you: Have you ever heard of uh, Richard Sherman? Yes, I have. A great football player, right? Yeah, I think he's lost a step, but I think he's definitely go down as one of the greats. Yeah, and a classy and a class act, right? To a certain degree, he's had his moments. Yeah, well, they all have their moments, but he's a class act. Yeah, from Stanford, Stanford graduate, fifth round pick. Uh, yes. Yeah. And then there's a there's the evil NBA commissioner. Do you know who I was going to talk about? Uh, yes, I'm going to talk about Adam Silver. I mean, did you know when I said the evil commissioner? Yes. Oh, you did? <laughs> yes, I knew it wasn't Goodell. I knew we we banged on Goodell enough already, so I knew it was going to be Adam Silver. Uh, anyway, it's Adam Silver. You know, something about Adam Silver, when you look at him, he looks evil. He looks, you know? yeah, he, he kind of does look a little bit evil. Yeah, he looks he looks like something out of um that you would see like in a in a Batman um a movie or something. Like an evil you know, he's an evil looking guy. He's not you know, he's not like uh, who, who was who was there before him? Um David Stern? Yeah, Stern, David Stern. He was a decent um commissioner. Anyway, here's the situation. Did you watch the um Eastern finals and all of the NBA? I did. I've I've tried to watch it more and more. Um, I've come to the conclusion that uh, everybody will make excuses for LeBron James until they recognize he's the greatest of all time, which he's not. But they will continue to say he doesn't have enough around him. And then when he wins, he's the greatest of all time. It's ridiculous. Uh-uh. He's not the greatest of all time. Thank I think you. He's terrible. Right. And um, and the greatest of all time was Bill Russell. Well, I always thought. Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time because he's not only a guy that could score, but he also could play defense, and he dominated in an era where the era was very, very tough defensively. This era right. is weak, soft as Charmin. Right. So anyway, game six, Celtics-Cavaliers. I'm sitting in a casino watching the game. I'm saying to the guy next to me, what is wrong with these referees? Did you notice that at all? Yeah, I mean, the the referees, uh, some of the calls they made were very, very questionable on both sides. I don't think it was just for one side, like a lot of people like to throw out. I think it was both sides. Very controversial. Well, I think they were mostly against the, against the Celtics. And, and Richard Sherman... Said the same thing that I said. That's why I brought up Richard Sherman. Okay. All right. Well, you probably could be right about the Celtics. I was actually talking about the final series. The the refereeing has been very poor throughout the playoffs. So you're exactly right. All right. But Richard Sherman came out the day after the game and said, these were his words. The game, game six was fixed. I mean, after Tim Donahue did it years ago, 
why are we surprised by that? He said this game was this game six was fixed because they wanted to, the NBA wanted to have a seventh game. More money? No. Put Richard Sherman aside. Well, no, no, no. I, I don't. I, I think Richard Sherman's on to something, but I think it comes down to the NBA wanting more money and more ratings. So if you have right. a seventh right. game, it makes it more interesting. And I think also that the kind of the gig is up that. Golden State and Cleveland are the two teams that the NBA wants in the finals. Period. Right. Now, let's get to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference. Okay? Because uh, I'm putting Richard Sherman aside because I haven't heard him say anything, but he, he may have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the game in the same casino. Same, mostly the same bunch of guys. Did you see these calls against the Celtics? Yeah, I've seen some of them. Again, very, very questionable. Yeah. And and I'll tell you the reason for that. It's all part of that greed. It's all part of that greed. Because Adam Silver in the NBA wanted LeBron in the final. Because... They figure more people will watch with LeBron than with um, Hoffman. Well, I mean, that's a foregone conclusion. The call is always going to go for LeBron, it seems like. If it, if not, he's going to cry like a little baby. Right. right. And then he's going to pound his chest. He 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 just annoys me. He really does. I'm just not a I'm not a I'm not a LeBron fan. I think he cries. I think he's a little baby. I think for a man that supposedly and I think he's one of the greats of all time. Again, do I think he's the greatest? No, but I think in the era, you know, I agree with you. He is one of the great players of all time. Right. Personality, his attitude. Is the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. I can't like him. I try to like him. I try to embrace him. I can't do it. I don't know how people do it these days. It's a different generation. Again, you look back, you you know, the 80s, the 90s, they wanted to kill each other. This day and age, they want to join each other. That's the difference. You know, it started off the beginning of the season. On the first game, the Cavs against the Celtics, when... LeBron blatantly took out Gordon Haywood. Certainly looked that way. Yeah. Blatantly took him out. That wasn't an accident. It wasn't, uh, you know, he uh, took him out for the whole season. You know, and um, nothing was done about it. He didn't even get a technical follow. Unbelievable. Nothing was done. Nothing was done. And it was blatant. It was, it was obvious that he, that he took out Gordon Haywood. Because he wanted Gordon Hayward, number one, he wanted Gordon Hayward uh, with the Cavs, and number two, he was upset that Kyrie was gone. Oh, obviously he was. But anyway, the point was, it started off the the first game of the season, and the Celtics should have won that um, that Eastern Division uh, final. Because they were playing really well. They had one one or two really bad games where they, they barely scored, but... They were playing really well, especially the last two games. Anyway, 
So nothing we can do about it because uh, the greed of the NBA has, has shown its true colors and, and the evil commissioner, Adam Silver. Oh, so who, who's going to win the, um, the championship? Golden State. Absolutely. But I was I'm, I was surprised. I I, I was sure that um, I was almost sure that uh, Houston was going to win the championship. No way. Uh, James Harden is, is the biggest choke artist of all time in the postseason, and the guy has never seen a shot he didn't like. And after Chris Paul went out with an injury, they were done. Well, that you know that's when that's when that's when it was it was over for them when, when Chris Paul went out. Right. And, and um, but I think if Chris Paul was in there. They would have, they would have, they would have beaten them. To, to me, Harden's overrated. I mean, honestly, he may be a great player during the regular season, but when it comes to playoffs, he's not a good player. He's not. He's never been a good player. I mean, and they went to stretches of 0 for 27, 27 consecutive threes not made. I mean, stop shooting threes. Take it to the hole. Drive. Drive the lane. Amazing right. concept. Right. <laughs> Basketball's destroyed because everybody wants to shoot threes. It's ridiculous. You want to shoot a three on transition. You got a three on one. You want to step back at the three point line and take a three. What the hell is that all about? That's not basketball. Make the entry pass. Get the easy bucket. That's exactly what Golden State did last night. That's right. that's why they killed uh, Cleveland in the first half. They were shooting eighty percent, and most of those shots were in the paint. Yep. Yep. Well, here's um, the, the late, great Serge Chaloff, and all I do is dream of you.
Well, I want to mention that uh, before when I talked about the Eldorado container, um, something very I didn't mention before was everything is fresh, um, no GMOs, organic vegetables, and they're open 24 hours. So um, uh, good thing, good thing to know about the Eldorado container and on Sammy Davis Drive in, in Las Vegas. So um, what do you think? You think Houston can uh, can repeat? Because I don't know, the Red Sox and the Yankees are both playing well against Houston. It's tough to say. It's a long season. I mean, it, de- it always depends on who has the best pitching and defense. I think Boston got out to a, an unbelievable start and continued to, to play pretty well. And I think they can, if they can keep on getting good pitching and, and good defense and, and get some hitting, I think they'll be fine. Well, they don't have any pitching. Now that's the that's the problem. Pitching hasn't necessarily been great lately. So I mean, uh, I mean the superstar Chris Sale is a disaster. Right. Well, eventually it was going to happen. I mean, look, you you throw two hundred over two hundred innings every year. Eventually, it's going to catch up to you. That's why I'm amazed by CC Sabathia, how he hasn't had a a downfall yet, like a a catastrophic downfall or a, an injury because. Guys that are throwing over 200 innings, their arms eventually are going to fall off. You're going to have a serious injury, or you're going to see a velocity change big time. Ask David Price. All right. Yeah, well, David Price is, is yeah, he, right now he's uh, he's looking like he's okay again, but I'm not sure. Again, he's he's getting up there in age, so you got to watch it with these arms. But they throw him out there, you know, every third or fourth day, so. Hey, he's got that unbelievable contract. So he's not gonna give. He's not gonna give it up, you know. No, of course he's not gonna give it up. Why would he? I mean, would you give it up? Of course not. Is he being That's overpaid? Yeah, I guess. Absolutely, <laughs> they're both being overpaid. Right, but I mean, it's what the Red Sox thought would help their pitching staff out, and they're gonna pay market value because somebody out there was willing probably to pay that price or more, and the Red Sox decided to pay it, and now you're gonna have to pay the piper. And hopefully those two guys work out because when they're on, you and I know that they're two of the best pitchers in the league. But when they're off, look out. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Kimball's that, that that good either. Yeah, he's had, some, he's had some struggles. It's really tough to say with closers. They're, they're just a different beast altogether. He throws, a lot, he throws a lot of pitches. Well, he throws a lot of pitches, and that's not a good thing. Right. But he's trying right. he's he's trying to strike out everybody. That's the problem. He doesn't have right. anything that's off speed. The, the closers like that have a short lifespan. They have maybe two or three good years in them and then after that they're pretty much done. You got to develop another couple pitches. Cuz right. cuz guys start to time it up. If a guy can start to square a fastball up, then you're done. If they get your timing down. Um, that's what David Price was when he first came in with the Rays. He was a strictly Fastball pitcher maybe had a nice curve. Then he changed up his repertoire a little bit. Chris Sales tra- changed up his. I mean, that's how you become a pitcher instead of a thrower. Craig Kimball is a thrower. He's not a pitcher. Right. Totally different. Right. So, and then that's why uh, that's why I think the, the teams only sign those closers for one year deals because they're up and down like a roller coaster. It's gonna be an interesting season. It is. It's a long season. It's going to be an interesting season. I'm surprised that the Rays are actually in this uh, this race with all the trades they've made. 
It's, the Rays, the Rays really looked bad at the beginning of the season. Now they're starting to look good. Yeah, it's amazing to me. I thought they would at least lose over a hundred games, but uh, I tell you, a left-hander, a young left-hander, coming into his own. Blake Snell yesterday struck out twelve hitters, seven straight hitters to start the game, a major league record, and the Rays still lost. You know why? Right. Because they stink offensively. That's why. Yeah. So. Uh. As long as they can, you know, stop them uh, scoring runs against them, they'll be okay. Well, I mean, he 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 pitched his ass off yesterday, and they still lost because the, he got taken out. The bullpen blew it, but they couldn't score any runs. You can't score more than two runs. You're pretty much done. Right. So. Right. Well, it's going to be an interesting season. It is. Um. um I'm disappointed in the Diamondbacks. They uh, were looking so good at the beginning of the season. Now they've fallen apart. Well, again, you know that that's why it's a long season. People, you know, teams that get out to great starts, you're like, oh, it's a great start. Well, it's a start. It's a long season, and it's it's not a, you know, it's not a, it's a marathon. So you, you got to really time yourself up there. And uh, Diamondbacks, interesting. The Dodgers, I guess they're not doing too well either. So. No, they're not. But uh, Kershaw's back, and he he seems to be okay. Right. And um, and Matt Kemp is leading the league in um, in uh, batting average. Yeah, I am absolutely, and that's that's a great story because Kemp has fallen off the last couple of years trying to hit home right. runs, and but he's been injured. He's been off injured. So. Right. So he's um. No, it's a great comeback for him. So I'm, I'm happy to see him. I, oh. I used, to, I used to see him play with the, uh, the fifty ones here in Las Vegas when he was in the minors, when he was working his way up. You know. Yeah. Play. Explosive hitter. I mean, he could do it all. Five tool player. Could play the outfield. Could hit for average. Could hit home runs. And then, the injury bug really took him out. And uh, it's good. It's good to see him doing well again. Yeah, it is. You know, because I, I like Matt Kemp. I'll tell you a funny story. I have a friend who's a big Dodger fan. Okay. And last year, I offered him a Matt Kemp jersey. And he's what you call a fair-weather friend. If your team isn't winning, he doesn't care. <laughs> he's like he's a Lakers fan and a Dodgers fan. He, right now, he's, he kind of hates the Lakers. <laughs> and uh, he wouldn't take the Matt Kemp uh, jersey because he... Uh, um, he, he thought Matt Kemp was terrible. Actually, to tell you the truth, I'm looking at the standings right now just to update. Arizona's actually 31 and 27, so they're still leading. You have Colorado is right behind. You have the Dodgers who are 29 and 30. They're only two and a half games out. So right. th- this is going to be a race. It's definitely going to be a race. But you're you're exactly right. Arizona got off to a good start, and they've kind of tailed off a lot. So they got up to the same start. They got up to the same start the Red Sox got up to. Pretty, yeah, pretty close to the same um, right. uh, one-plus record. That division as a whole, you're looking at it right now. You have Colorado's one-and-a-half games out, two-and-a-half for the Dodgers. San Francisco's right behind them. And then you have San Diego, which is five games out, so it's not like anybody's running away with it. You have the Central here. You have Milwaukee, who's leading by two games over the Cubs. St. Louis is three-and-a-half out. Atlanta, that's a surprise. Number one in the East. One game over uh, Washington. That's a, that's a real surprise. That is a real surprise. But you know what? That that right there. The Mets were looking so good. Right. 
And then now you have, uh, of course, you have the Yankees 38-17, Boston 41-19, Tampa Bay in third place, which is shocking. Baltimore 17-41, and jeez. Yeah, they, may, they won't reach 100. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good. That's not a good thing at all. I think Buck Showalter. Maybe maybe a hundred losses. Yeah, maybe. And then I'm looking at the other divisions here. Yeah, Cleveland at 30 and 28. Not really a surprise. Detroit right behind. Minnesota 25 and 30. Kansas City 21 and 38. Jeez, White Sox terrible. 18 and 38. Seattle. What, what is the story though with with Baltimore? I mean, they get some heavy hitters there. Well, um, what do we talk about? It's pitching, man. They got no pitching there. They get, you know, they they keep the same manager there. He's been there for years. Yeah, and and they can't win anything. Well, they don't have. They never had the pitching. I mean, who is their ace on that team? Do you know anybody who's there? Who is it? Gossman is their ace. I mean, who the hell is that? Who who's their pitching? They really don't have any pitching. So, in sunny side of the street, by um, the Clayton Hamilton Orchestra. All right, Marv, we got one minute to go. All right, bring on the uh, that song. Okay.
Hey, Marv Cutler here. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous weekend. Ciao.